Life Audio. Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. When we are overwhelmingly weary and tired, it is easy to want to give up or to overlook the signs our bodies and our souls are trying to send. Prayer during these times is important to gain a discernment to know when it's time to press through and when it's time to let go. In today's episode, we'll talk about how to best pray when you're tired and weary. Welcome back, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we teach believers practical and real-life tips on how to grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast and founder of Beloved Women, where I encourage, equip, and empower women in the love and truth of Jesus Christ. So I am in a very busy season, and because of that, I have found myself very tired and weary And honestly, one thing that I think we have to realize as believers is that it's okay to be in a season where you're tired and weary. The Bible tells us that even youths grow tired and weary in Isaiah 40. And so God expects us to get tired. I think a lot of times we will beat ourselves up when we feel like we are overwhelmed or tired or need to take a nap or just can't do as much as we expected ourselves to do. And oftentimes we put more on our place than God actually is. And so it's always good to kind of sit back, take a breath, and really explore the feelings and emotions in a prayerful way that you're having in a season of fatigue. And that is what I hope that we can do today. More specifically, I want us to talk about what we can be praying for when we are tired and weary. And then at the end of this episode, we will take some time to actually pray together. And so one thing that I've noticed is that, especially for me, when I'm tired and weary, and I I know that other people do this as well, just from my conversations with other women, um, being in women's ministry for probably almost 20 years now, is that we usually have two responses to when we're tired and weary. Usually we will want to just give up on everything and just let everything go. I'm just so tired. I'm so weary. I just need to let everything go. And honestly, it's not a very good decision to be making choices to just give up on everything when you're tired because you're not thinking clearly in that season. You usually, especially for big decisions, will want to wait until you feel a little bit more refreshed and see if you still feel that same way. I love the quote that I've heard before. I don't know who says it, but they say, tired eyes rarely see a bright future. And so that kind of comes to the next response that we usually have when we're tired or weary. And that's to just press through. You know, we're like, I'm tired. You know, I'm just going to press through. I'm just going to go hard. I'm just going to do all the things anyways. You know, forget the signs that your body is sending you telling you that I'm exhausted. It's easy for us to sometimes ignore those signs, to press through, and we can do so many times, and we can often find ourselves doing so even at a detriment to our health or relationships, and that's also not a very good decision to make when we're tired and weary. And so in these seasons, we definitely want to be prayerful, 
to have discernment to know, okay, I need to be praying for more strength to be able to press through, not in my strength, but in God's strength. Or I really do need to let some things go. I need to release some things in my life so that I can create more space. And so first I want to talk about our prayer for God's strength, because here's the reality. A lot of us are tired and we're weary because we have a lot on our plate and we can't even think about letting certain things go because we legitimately have to do them. Like they legitimately have to get done. Like I need to go to work if I want to pay my bills. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) And so it's important for us in those seasons to still be gentle with ourselves, to recognize the season that we are in, that it is in fact demanding more of us than we probably feel that we have, um, but to also ensure that we are praying for God's strength, that we are not trying to operate solely in our own strength. I'm pretty sure I've shared this verse on the podcast before, but it is good to share again here as we talk about praying for God's strength. And this is a prayer that the Apostle Paul prayed in Ephesians 3, verses 14 and 15, where he says, For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he might grant you to be strengthened with power through his Holy Spirit in your inner being. When we are operating in the power of the Holy Spirit, we recognize that even when we're tired and weary and our plates are overwhelmed with all types of responsibilities and obligations, God has graced us with certain ability, power, and strength to be able to still do those things that he hasn't given others. Have you ever wondered or have you ever had somebody approach you and say, oh my gosh, how do you do all that? I could never do that. And the truth is they probably can't because even when you're in a busy season, that is a season that's required of you, right? I'm not talking about a season where you're just doing things that you're not even called to do. I'm talking about you're tired and you're weary because you're being obedient in a season that you are called to. God will grace you with his strength to see it through. And so our prayer then is for his strength, that he would strengthen our inner beings to do what we're called to do, even when we're tired and we're weary. And that prayer really helps us to focus and remember where our strength comes from. The problem happens when we try to go forward in our own strength and we forget that our true power and strength and grace to do the things that we're called to do come from God. This is when we hit a brick wall and we're like, why can't I move forward? I can't even think clearly. It's just not moving. It's not going. What is happening? You need to sit back and be like, am I operating in my strength or God's? Because if God called you to that busy season that feels overwhelming and it's causing a lot of fatigue, if he actually called you to it, he will grace you through it as well. And in order for you to receive that grace and that inner power and strength from him, you must be connected to him. So that's why it's still important to pray and spend time with God, even when life is crazy, busy, and you're tired, because that's where your strength comes from. In those seasons, it's easy to slip back and operate in your own strength and say, you know what, I'm just going to press through. Oh, no, I don't have time to pray today. I don't have time for a Bible study because I got all these things to do. But don't you realize that you can't do those things apart from God? 
So we continue to pray. We continue to seek him. We continue to sacrifice the time to do those things because we know that that is the very thing that empowers us to do everything else. And so that's my reminder for you. Anybody that is in a season where they're tired and weary because you're actually doing the thing that you're called to do is to stay connected to God. Keep seeking him for his strength and make sure that you are operating in the power of God and not your own power because the flesh is weak. (laughs) The flesh is weak and cannot sustain you to do what God called you to do. Only he can do that. But on the other side, we also have to recognize when we're not called to do something. A lot of us are tired and weary and fatigued because we are doing things and putting things on our to-do list that God didn't even call us to do. So we don't have the grace to do it. And we're wondering why we're so tired and fatigued. And then what we need to do is recognize what we need to let go. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of Martha in the Bible. Martha and Mary are two sisters and they invited Jesus into their home and They had other guests that were going to be coming. And so there were preparations that needed to be made. And so Martha took the lead on this and and she was cleaning up and doing all things. But Mary, on the other hand, sat at the feet of Jesus and and was just basking in his presence. Martha gets upset because she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got company coming. You know, we got all these things that need to get done. And she's just sitting here doing nothing. Mm. How many times do we beat ourselves up because we feel like, Resting is doing nothing. But in actuality, Jesus says that Mary chose what was better. How many times do we take that same mindset of Martha, where we feel like being still is not productive, so it can't be good? And we're running and we're hustling and we're trying to do all these things. But what we find ourselves is what Jesus calls worried and upset about many things. In Luke 10, verse 42, this is what Jesus says to to Martha. He says, Martha, Martha, he has to call her twice because she's so frantic. He has to get her attention. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. How many times do we take away what's better from ourselves because we are so focused on pressing through, on bulldozing our way through life and just getting the thing done anyways for the sake of getting it done as opposed to what's better, what should be prioritized, what's most important in our lives. And this is where the discernment that we need comes from prayer to know, okay, God, what is the priority in my life right now so that I can minimize everything else? Because everything can't be important all at the same time. God is not calling us to do all things, always, all times. Jesus said, indeed, only one is needed. And that one thing is what's better. And so we need to be in prayer to God and asking God, what should I prioritize in this season? And what do I need to release that's not in alignment with that priority? Now, obviously, staying connected to God is a priority. But we have life seasons that warrant different priorities. Right now, my 
family and I are in a season where our kids are very active in sports and we are a sports family. We encourage athletics in our home. We think that it's great to not only keep the kids healthy and active, but it's a really good opportunity for them to socialize with other kids and learn life lessons about pushing through when times get hard, working together as a team, all those things. So we're big on that. But that also means (laughs) um, that we are waiting for kids in the car for practices. We're driving back and forth to away games, all the things that are involved in being a sports mom and dad. You know, we're coordinating who's going to pick up who and drive them here and do this and do all that, you know. And right now in this particular season, that's a priority for us because both of our kids sports. Football is about to end. Basketball is about to start. It's a priority. Now, in the spring, things will slow down a little bit because we don't have as many sports going on as much. But right now, this is where we are. And so there are certain things that I've had to release in order to make space to keep that a priority for our family. And so I want you to be prayerful about what season am I in right now and what do I need to release? What do I need to release? So for me, things at work have slowed down significantly. I'm actually restructuring a lot of my business so that I don't have to be as physically present as much as before. And so that's my prayer. Lord, what's the priority? And what do I need to cut out, release, stop so that I can keep that the priority? in this season. And those priorities will change, which is why we need to be praying without ceasing. We have an entire episode on how to do that. Check it out if you haven't listened to it yet. But constantly being in communication with God is going to be so important so that we can recognize when those priorities change change, and what things we need to be releasing in those seasons to maintain those priorities. And so before we end today, I want to pray with you This is just a prayer if you're feeling overwhelmed by all the things, you know, life has a way of taking away from us what we never intended to give. And when we're in these busy seasons, we can feel drained. We can feel drained. Our hope, joy, peace, and light for life can quickly slip through our grasp when we're tired and overwhelmed, Uh, yet Running on empty seems to be the norm these days, doesn't it? But Jesus offers abundant life, not empty living. So if your soul is running low today, I want you to pray this prayer, this restorative prayer with me to fill your soul back up. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for taking care of me even when I don't feel like it and for caring about every single worry that is draining me of hope and joy in this season. Lord, thank you for your presence with me through all that I'm going through and all that I'm called to and for being greater than all of my anxious thoughts as I try to get all the things done, Lord. Help me to prioritize what's most important and release what's not. Although during these seasons, it can feel like the world is spinning out of control and I can even sometimes feel powerless and that I have little left to give, I remember that you still sit on your throne as sovereign. And I know that all power is in your hand. You are and will always be in control. 
I pray that you forgive me for the times of trying to take control, of trying to operate in my flesh and believe that everything's up to me. This prevents me from truly seeing you working and moving in my life. I am not alone. You have ordered my steps and will secure the purposeful path you've called me to. If I get off track, you are gracious and kind to redirect my steps to what should be the priority in my life in this season to ensure that I'm always headed in your direction. Any redirection from you is your protection, and I choose to trust you today with everything going on in my life. As my mind sometimes races with worst-case scenarios and past mistakes, please ground me in your presence and truth, the truth that I am not alone, that you are with me. The truth that I am not lost, you are ordering my steps. The truth that everything is not on my shoulders to bear, you are carrying me. I pray, Lord, to realize more of you in my life. Please open my spiritual eyes to see how you are working everything out. Please replace this worry with peace, fear with love, and anxiety with security. Please empty me of all the things robbing me of seeing your good works in my life and the things taking my joy, peace, and hope. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and restore my tired and weary soul. I don't know how everything will turn out, but I pray for peace that comes from knowing you. May my focus be on your goodness and not my worry. I pray for supernatural strength and power to shift my thoughts from worry to worship, because despite what's going on, You are a good God deserving to be praised. May I be still before you like Mary and choose what is better. May I experience your promise in Isaiah 26, 3 that says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. I choose to trust you today, Lord. I trust you won't put more on me than I can bear. I trust you are with me through it all. I trust even though I don't know how everything will work out, you do and your plans are good for me. I trust that wherever you call me to go, whatever you call me to do, you will provide. I trust that you are with me and for me and love me. I trust your heart for me because it's that same heart gave his only son for my salvation and your care and provision for me today is no different. Through Jesus Christ, you made a way for me to live full and I choose to walk in that fullness and abundance today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. It is my hope that today's episode has provided you with insightful and helpful tips on how you can pray. As a gift to you, be sure to download my free five-day prayer guide and take my prayer personality quiz to learn how you best hear and connect with God. You may find all the links in today's show notes. You know, we have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer, so I hope that if you were encouraged by today's episode, you'll share with a friend and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we'll continue to learn how just like breathing, Prayer can become a natural, consistent, and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then, be sure to connect with me at belovedwomen.org and join me on the Beloved Women app for unlimited videos to grow your faith, learn God's Word, and encourage your soul. Available now in the Apple and Google Play stores. 
Thank you so much for taking time to listen today. God bless you. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. Teach Us to Pray is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.